What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is 321 The Pod. Wow, that's some high, high, um, high level uh, audio there for for such a good podcast, huh? There, Eric. Lecky. I know. Did did you get a professional to do all of that, or did you do it yourself? Oh, wait, you are a professional. I am. I actually stand on the corner every night because I can't <laughs> afford to get a real job at anymore. Honestly, there, there, there's an old joke that I used to love about that. That was the husband and wife are are down on on hard times, and uh, uh, they just say, you know, we're we're out of work. We can't pay our mortgage. What are we gonna do? And she goes, Well, I guess I could finally go. You know, I could go out and sleep with men for money. That's how we could pay. And reluctantly, they do so. And so she goes out and she comes back, and her head's down low. And he goes, Well, how did it go, honey? She goes. Well, I got $15 and 25 cents. He goes, 25 cents. What asshole gave you 25 cents? She goes, all of them. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. You know what? That's that, that that needs to be updated to, to like an only fans kind of joke. You got to figure that out because oh, okay. yeah, there it has go. to be because that, that had to be before the internet. She could have just put her feet out there and probably got a whole bunch of hits and money for that. Yeah. I just like that. She slept with men for 25 cents a piece and that's what they all gave her. Yeah. Um, that is quite funny. Hey, I'm Chris Donovan. This is three, two, one, the pod, three stories, two idiots. That's me and him and mm-hmm. one game. The game we're going to play this week is so much fun. It's called Name That Broadcaster. I'm excited. But before we get into all that, we got to get into our first story. Story one. Story one in no particular order. I mean, I'm not saying that this is the best story or am I? No, well, I'm not. One. There's uh, one in the title. I think that's why I put it as yeah, one. No, I know. Uh, no, this one is just one that keeps uh, I've been laughing at. So. Chris, you've have you we've all we've played golf enough to where if you go to a golf course, especially a nice one, they'll sometimes have like a car parked near the green and it's a hole in one contest win this car. Usually for tournaments and stuff, yeah. yeah. Turn or or sometimes a charity. It's a you know, we've all had the uh buy the the uh bucket, buy the ball and you put your name on it and then they drop it from a helicopter. And if it lands in the hole, you win a truck. I mean, there's always these types of things. Well. You might want to think twice after uh, joining one of those after you listen to this story. So Uh-oh. this takes pl- place in a place called Arkansas. It's a mystical oh, land Arkansas. far. Oh, I'm just being told it's actually Arkansas and it's an existing state in the United States. Okay. Well, anyways, um, so here's a controversy. This week, uh, a man in uh, uh, named Austin Claget. Uh, oh, yeah, he lives law- in Arkansas. Yeah, he does, right? <laughs> what what family are you from? I'm from the Claget family, motherfucker. Um, oh, you live down there by the Smiths. <laughs> ah, no, we're a Claget fan up here. Uh, <laughs> so Austin played in the club's tournament of the century on Saturday, which was a three-person scramble format with a buy-in of 375 bucks. So not a cheap tournament by any means. That's a very that's a very pretentious name. Yeah, it really is, right? Before the <laughs> tournament, the Country Club tournament promoted a 2022 Ford F-150 4x4 Super Crew. A wow. nice truck, by the way, as a prize for the first person that hits a hole-in-one on the course's 10th hole. That truck had a sticker price of 54 k wow. and was donated by the nearby Ford dealership, J. Hodge Ford of Morrilltown, Arkansas. So, so Whoa. far, so good, right? We understand this is 
premise. We've all seen this at a million different charity events or, or tournament events. And this is well, in Moral Town. Moral Town, because okay. they got morals. <laughs> hey, hey, the Claget family has morals. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't marry my sister without asking my brother first. Um, <laughs> anyways, so here's where the problems start, though. Against all odds, this guy, Clagett, went out and aced the 10th hole. And according to reports, because there was wow. multiple witnesses, this isn't just like he uh, was doing it on his own and said, yeah, I totally had a hole in one. Multiple witnesses, it was clean. It wasn't a provisional shot. It didn't happen out of turn. It was a letter of the law, legit hole in one. So he went to go claim his new ride after the round, except for... The country club won't give him the keys. So he did what everyone in America does when you've been wrong. Oh, God. He hired an attorney. But I kind of don't blame him. I mean, you know, you, you kind of need to get a lawyer involved. So it says, this is about doing what's right. Mr. Claget lift up to his end of the deal when he got the hole in one. And the Ford, or J. Hodge Ford Company and the country club want to crawfish out of the deal. I don't understand that term. Is what? that a Southern Arkansas thing? Crawfishing out of a deal? Is um, that like, is that, that the like updated? That doesn't seem like lawyers speak, though. That doesn't seem like a lawyer shouldn't use the word crawfishing. It's like a crawfish out of a deal. I mean, do they just crawl away and just like slither away? I think slither away. I I think he's trying to. But doesn't that sound like a New York lawyer trying to sound like he's Southern? Like it's like that. My cousin Vinny, like, yeah, right. He comes down. He's like, y'all trying to crawfish out of the deal. You know, uh, it just sounds like someone trying to be Southern. The two Utes. Yeah, the two youths. <laughs> that's right. So, <laughs> okay, that's, okay. so it says J. Hodge Ford says they were unable to. So this is where I think they ran into the problem. So J. Hodge Ford, the, the, the dealership, said they were unable to secure the necessary insurance for the vehicle in time because they believed the vehicle was for display purposes only, not an actual giveaway. Without their knowledge, the country club promoted the pickup as what? a hole-in-one prize, perhaps thinking that no one would actually make a hole-in-one and it has now backfired. So, <laughs> so here's what happens. They ask the local Ford dealership, hey, we'll promote one of your cars, give it to us as like a loaner. But then they tell everyone it's for a hole in one that they didn't think anyone would hit. Someone hits it. And now because the dealership never got the insurance, because uh, I've had to do a couple of these in my industry, in the alcohol industry, where I've done these, like these big giveaways. Yeah. And you get an insurance. So let's say I have a $10,000 worth of product you get that insured and you pay an insurance company, you know, $800 or whatever, uh -huh. and they keep that money no matter what. And if no one wins that prize, you get the prize back, but they get to keep your $800. $800. And if someone yeah. wins it, they pay off the prize. So that's how all these truck things and giveaways, by the way, work. It's, it's insurance paying you, not the dealership. Yep. So, but the dealership didn't know they were giving away the car. <laughs> oh my God. They didn't know how the hell. <laughs> I mean, I've been to many tournaments, uh, not as many as most, a lot of people, but uh, quite a few, actually. Uh, nobody ever hits the hole in one. I am yeah, so happy yeah. to hear this because I want this to happen when I'm at <laughs> I know, right? But like, okay, now I want, I, I want to put myself inside the head of the, the head of like uh, the, 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 um, the country club who okay. made that decision. Who's like, think about it. He's like, well... I mean, we don't want to pay the thousand bucks to insure this thing. Or maybe it's more than that. Maybe because this car is expensive. Maybe it's like two or three grand. Times are tight. Maybe they're like, guys, what if we just don't insure it? You know, someone yeah, had right. to make that decision. This can't just, they can't just claim this is an accident, right? They No, no I think somebody from the, somebody from the, uh, the country club was like, you know what? I'll just have my cousin bring over a truck and just set it here. It's nobody's going to hit it. Nobody's yeah. going to, it's just going to be for display. Just, he'll just bring one of his best trucks. He'll get some advertising out of it. Nobody will hit the hole in one. We'll have a car there. It'll be great. 
Oh, that guy got yeah. fired. Man. And and, <laughs> I, and I want to know because this is obviously a tournament, so there's a bunch of uh, you know, um, uh, God, what do they call the person that's like the enforcer? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the marshal. You know, they're they putting marshals around all that, probably enforcing rules, making sure people do this. What was that conversation like when the person who made the decision to not insure it and kind of scam everyone found out, hey, did you hear uh, Mr. Uh, what is, what's his name? The one I was just making fun of, whatever his name <laughs> Claggett. Claggett. Mr. Claggett. Claggett or whatever. Hey, did you hear uh, Claggett over there hit a hole in one? I mean, did that person's stomach just sink and go, oh, shit. Yeah, the next thing you heard <laughs> was him getting in his truck and driving away. <laughs> yeah, insert job. car noise here, right? Like he's peeling out like a cartoon because, or he, I, I, I almost want to picture him like, running and jumping on the truck that's for and like peeling out on the green and driving away in that truck or something well he's calling his cousin going hey dude we got a we got a problem here man (laughs) no one messes with the closet uh, yeah, uh, I, I actually, so I, I'm not, I don't like litigious stuff. I don't like it when people hire lawyers at the drop of a hat, but honestly, this guy has a legit beef. He did something that was very difficult. He did it legit and in front of a lot of people, they claim they were going to give him something and now they want to back out. I think he probably has a pretty good case here. And I, I, I I actually think they should throw in something extra, right? Like maybe instead of that version of the truck, you get the even more expensive version of the truck. That's like, with is all there a the more extras. expensive version of the truck? Yeah, they go up to uh, almost seventy grand for some of cheese the, and uh, rice. What yeah. the? Wow. Okay, so for, I have a couple. I have a couple questions. Did they tell you how many people actually saw him hit it in, or was it just his foursome? And then they just all like went in on it and be like, "No, we all saw it. He was there." And then they told no. Me the when other- I when I watched the news, because uh, the local news from the area did uh, uh, a story on it, they said that it was witnessed by not only the four that were in the foursome, but it was also witnessed by the opposite four, like so the people they're playing against, yeah, and people that were on another hole, you know, because you know how the holes like line yeah, up, yeah. Yeah, so people on multiple holes, including the opposing team, all witnessed it. That's why you should have a marshal sitting there that's not drinking. <laughs> well, there, well, there you go. That's that's not gonna happen. But you you got to remember though. Too, like, he's got a like, story. Yeah, he's got a story, and at the end, I think he's gonna have a truck too, because at some point, someone from that Ford dealership. The, they're probably getting oh, yeah. a lot of bad press off of this, even though I don't uh, really blame them. They were probably duped by the country club, but like at some point this, this four dealerships, like Jesus, man, times are tough. It's hard enough to run a dealership as it is just let's work out some sort of promotional something or other so that we can like save some face here. And let's just, they're going to give him the, the truck is what they're going to do. And he's probably going to sue and not have to pay for any of the, the taxes that he probably would have had <laughs> to pay for him. They're going to have to say, uh, sir, uh, we're going to have to meet in the middle on this one. So, yes, we will give you a car, but it's going to be the Ford Fiesta. Oh, God, I had to turn <laughs> one of those back in. It didn't have any it had any balls. It got recalled. It was almost killed me twice, man. It was nuts. So, well, that's fun. Hole in one. Uh, story number one. Let's get into this. Story two. All right. So the Radio Hall of Fame 2022 inductees uh, were uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame about 10 days ago. Uh, we got Broadway, Bobby Lee, Billy. A lot of people don't know these people. So um, Carol Miller, she's radio personality. Chris Mad Dog Russo, Ellen yep. Kay, who actually works with my wife in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, I know, I know Ellen Kay, yeah. Jeff Smulian, don't know. Some you're making, exact, you're, you're making that name up. Lon Helton, Marv Dyson, Susan, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Walt Baby Love. See, now all these people were inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. Wait, um, his name is literally Baby Love? Well, it's his Nick, it's his radio name. It's Walt Baby Love. Yeah, but they're all. 
I'm sorry. I, I, I w- that kind of threw me because I don't know if, if, if like, Gospel. you know how they call Magic Johnson, Ma- like people yell, hey, Magic, Magic over here, you know, that kind of thing. Are they people like, baby, 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 please, baby, I please, bet, baby, love. I, it just reminds me of Eddie Murphy, a stand-up routine, like from Raw. Well, it's pretty close because he does gospel. So that's probably why you, you think in that, because he probably does have like, oh, baby, more down for people <laughs> in the pews and stuff. But okay, uh, so, yeah, that's the class. I recognized a few of those names. Yeah, there's not a, I mean, there's not a ton uh, of people that will recognize a lot of the names, but to give some people ideas of people in the past that have been in there, you've got people like Tom Donahue, uh, Don <laughs> Imus, Howard Stern, even Ryan Seacrest is in there. Um, out. Yeah, Wendy Williams, Rick Dees, Dick Clark, uh, Dick Enberg, uh, you know, a lot of a lot uh, of dicks. <laughs> um, no, that's right. Oh. You already mentioned Ryan Seacrest. Anyways, yeah. hey, that was three in a row. Hey, what do you know? Um, so there's a lot of people up in there. Um, I that's just she said. <laughs> I just honestly I'm looking at this list, and this is me, this is me being in radio. Does anybody care? I think so. I mean, well. There was that golden age of radio, right? Where I think when you're when you're in introduction uh, and um, what's that guy's name that they have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame after? Um, shoot, the legendary DJ who played rock and roll for the first Wolfman time, Alan Jack. Freed, Alan, Alan Freed, Freed from Cleveland, or Wolfman Jack, or 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 Howard Stern, or Dynamis. Like when the golden age of radio up until I want to say at least the early ish 2000s. When I, I started getting re- into it. Yeah, when exactly. you got into it, people really cared. <laughs> but I think now, I mean, so many of these stations are moving to a format where it, they don't value the DJs like they used to. So it's like kind of hard. Like, how do you get into the radio hall of fame when I don't think the stations allow their people to have personalities or or stand out like you, you're almost like another number that's replaceable the way they treat you nowadays yeah no I'm, I'm looking at this list and i'm thinking okay well this is this is not going to be able to go along much go far much farther you know what i mean there's going to only be two or three people doing radio anywhere nowadays there are some programs though that got inducted back in the day like the breakfast club you know all things considered uh, Mark and Brian, Kevin and Bean, Prairie, uh, Prairie Home Companion, I know was like the big Bob and Tom. Bob and Tom. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask you this: Do you think, with how everything's fading uh, a little bit, you know, radio fades in popularity? Yeah. It's like newspaper Hall of Fame, right? Like, doesn't even give a shit about that. So, is there such a but thing? Does that make? Yeah, there is. Does that make it easier though to get into the Hall of Fame with radio? Because now there's not a million people that you're competing against. There's like four good ones. Yeah, but also it's it's not fair. It's like um. It's like the people that hit all those home runs back in the 30s in baseball. Yeah, they didn't have steroids and enhancers in the programs they have now, but they still hit that many home runs. Plus, the pitchers didn't throw a thousand miles an hour. So there's always these variations where it's like, okay, well, they were inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame when radio was huge, like Bob Hope or something, mm-hmm. when um, there was thousands of radio shows and that was pretty much it. But now you've got, you know, Kevin and Bean. I know them because they're Southern California a little bit of Arizona and Vegas up in there, but that's it. Nobody that wasn't West coaster over here would know who they were. Yeah. And it's very regional, right? Yeah. You're exactly right. But, and now do you think that this would start being, do you think they consider, um, X, uh, what do they call extraterrestrial radio? Uh, uh, do they consider that for the radio hall of fame? Will like someone from Sirius XM, uh, make it on there in the future because uh, that's how people listen to radio now. Or will it be podcasters who have? Well, a I just looked at show? the uh, just looked at the twenty two uh, two thousand twenty two uh, Hall of Fame podcasters that were honored. Uh, <laughs> this is real. Uh, they took a break from from two thousand eighteen. 
this is actually a website. Mark Marin, of course, you know who that is. Yep. Everybody knows he's the only one that got the president when it was when he was president. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily Morris, I know her. She's sex with Emily. She's awesome. She's in all sorts of everything. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, that's her. Yeah, I don't know any of these these other people yet. So I'm wondering if they're going to start merging these two things, or if it matters at all anymore. Like a lot of these things, I'm going to give shouts out uh, to AMAs were actually announced today. Uh, Beyonce, Drake, Taylor Swift, and Bad Bunny, all leading the nominations. Uh, but again, American Music Awards. Yeah. Like, where are they listening to the music at? You obviously know which bands are being heard more because it's online. I don't know. I'm just trying to justify staying in my career. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would say that it still is relevant enough that people care about it. But unfortunately, it's turning more into a niche industry. Whereas 20 years ago, if you were on radio, I mean, dude, you're I don't want to say a star, but you were like a prominent person like you'd be like oh yeah. man that's the dj of the of the la station or that's or dick whatever clark. you know rick d's or dick clark but i yeah i think now because and not because the talent is less there's obviously good talented people out there that do radio but like i don't think you're i don't think you're promoted by the st- the stations used to have and by the way uh djs and, and radio personalities they got to choose the songs that they played back in the like that was common so you mm-hmm. could listen to us oh i really like listening to sluggo on k-rock because he plays things with more edgy or i like listening to wolfman because he's the one playing all those new rock and roll records in the 50s like people yep. would be able to play what they want nowadays it's everything's pre-programmed you don't get a say in what you play and then they repeat the same 20 songs over and over again i think the management and the people who run the stations have are the ones responsible for it not being as important as it is. I agree with you. And with that being said, lots of stations and business companies that run radio right now don't have management in place. And that's the reason why. So I could tell you that by firsthand knowledge. So, so anyway, you, that's you, know you, should, you know what you should do for your wife, though? You should copy that web page of the inductees and then insert like uh, 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 her picture and like make all the graphics look like it's the same. Well, there are no graphics. It's straight up background is white. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. But like, make it look like that, and then see if you could like punk her and be like, "Honey, look at what just came out today—the inductions or the the nominees or whatever—and then scroll through and go, "Oh my God, you're on here!" Just to see if you can get her. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. I think I tried to nominate her, but it didn't work out. Hey man. Anyway, you, get, all right, you get your wife. You get your wife nominated for a Hall of Fame. I guarantee you, it's fun, sexy time in the bedroom. Oh night. yeah, it will be. And like, she'll, she'll be, like, be oh. like, nominate me, baby. Nominate me. <laughs> Are you done? I'm not done because she's talking to that pastor radio guy, the baby Is guy. She, baby. Talk to me, baby, baby, baby. That's what she's, that's what she's doing. <laughs> you know, that's probably how he talks. <laughs> story oh. three. All right. Let's get All into right. the story. Story three. Cause I lied when I said that first story about the hole in one was my favorite story because this is officially my favorite story because, Uh-oh. um, Guy, Chris, you know, in the past few years, the, the world of sport has been rocked by cheating scandals, right? I mean, we all remember Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Inflategate um, with Tom Brady. Inflategate with Tom Brady. Which, by the way, I never understood that as a cheating scandal. His, oh, he wanted it one more PSI than what was a lot, whatever. I, that one I actually never bought into, but I get it. It was all scandals. And uh, you got Deflategate and you got uh, uh, the Houston Astros, which were banging mm-hmm. a trash drum. And by the way, everyone says banging the trash drum, but they were also um, using electronic signals on their body that would buzz so many times telling you what pitch it was. I mean, they yep. were like huge cheaters. The Yankees were caught using Apple watches to relay uh, stuff from the stand. I mean, lots of scandal in sports. And you thought certain sports would be safe 
from a cheating okay. scandal. Like for instance, when you're bored at 2 a.m. on a Saturday and you can't sleep and you're watching ESPN The Ocho and they have a fishing show on there <laughs> and they have a fishing show, you think, oh, this is pretty calm. Just a bunch of dudes fishing, probably drinking some beers. And at the end, they weigh the fishes to see who won. Can't be complicated. And you can't cheat for that. Oh, contraire, mon frere. Because uh -oh. in Cleveland, Ohio, two men are now facing criminal charges following their roles in the Lake Erie walleye trail tournament scandal that happened last month. So a walleye is a type of fish in case yes. you didn't know. Um, 42 year old Jacob Runyon and 35 year old Chase Comiskey had been indicted on the following charges after placing weights and fish fillets inside their catch. So get this. They dropped those little wed weights into yeah. the fish to make the fish make way heavier. heavier, but not just that. They shoved fillets of other fish into the fish to add weight to it as well. So they, people I wonder, I wonder, on, go ahead. I wonder how many times they had to explain the large words to them. <laughs> Controversy. Uh, well, indictment. Like they were like, oh, ho, ho, slow down. Slow down. We're, we're, we catch fish. What? So, anyway. <laughs> so I did a little research on this because I wanted to know like, like some of the details. And a lot of the news reports didn't do a, a ton of a good reporting on the details. So the total prize, by the way, for first place is $28,750. So, Son of a bitch. What am I doing in my industry? Right. That's my point, right? Like, so, okay, now I understand why I, by the way, I personally thought it was going to be like a $1,500 first place prize yeah. or something, but no, no $28,760 was first place prize. Wait, hold on. And, they couldn't count up 20. What? I know. Right. <laughs> so they couldn't get 250 more dollars or uh, 1,250 to make it 30, even of course not. Or by the way, just make it 25,000 and donate 3000 to charity, but whatever. There you go. The Anyways, charities. So their fishes weighed in at around 31 pounds uh, is what the, they had a couple of fish that weighed in at. Now okay. I wanted to find out, okay, well, what's the, what's the difference of that from a normal weight? I mean, Okay, 31 pounds. Does a normal fish that size weigh 30 that's, pounds? That's really or heavy for a fish. It's probably a couple fish they added together. Well, so so here's the thing. You okay, the average so know. so other people that saw the fish before this is how everything was caught. This is how they were busted. So okay. you're around fishermen, right? These guys have been fishing all their lives. They can they can look at a fish from you know a block away and go, yeah, that's probably three to four pound fish, right? They're yeah. not going to be off. They're not going to. These guys are trained professionals. They're not going to look and go, that's a three pound fish, and they get up to it and they weigh it, and it's ten pounds, right? They're not going to be off by that much. So they looked at this guy's catch and thought it should weigh around twenty to twenty two pounds. That was the estimate, and then it comes in. 31 pounds Damn, okay so it's way off so people started going what's going on well one of the other competing fishermen went over there and sliced open the man's fish and found a bunch of weights and fillets inside and then a lot of yelling ensued why don't you go ahead and play the clip Listen to them say the other one. Everybody listen to me right now. Jake, I want you to leave. I don't want anybody to touch these guys. I don't want anyone to touch these guys because they were going to like string him up like a fish. I mean, they were. Yeah, they're cutting another one open right now. 
Oh. Look at them all yelling, man. Look at all the weights and stuff they're pulling out. Oh, those are big weights, too. Those are big weights. That's what I Okay. So, so here's the thing. If you're going to cheat, like, okay, Barry Bonds got caught because his head started getting three sizes bigger than it ever was, and his feet literally grew in size. If you ever read the book on that period of time with Barry Bonds was cheating, as a grown-ass man at 38 yeah. years old, his feet grew by two shoe sizes. So That is nuts. Like, that's insane, right? Like that just doesn't happen. So there was a lot of other evidence. And the thing is he cheated too much. You want to cheat just a little bit, right? Like, by the way, in order to win the tournament, I looked at what the second place finisher was. I was going to say, is there, is there even a second place? Could yes. they do the math? They, uh, yes. So it was uh, 23 pounds and like a couple of ounces would have won the tournament. Okay. But what was, was, was there a second place place prize? Uh, I did not. Yeah, I'm sure there was, but they did like five I bucks. Find, I couldn't find that. So yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, it's the other 250 missing dollars. That's <laughs> right. what it is, uh, which barely covers their beer budget for the day. But here's the thing, man. <laughs> it, guess what? If you guys would have just cheated a little bit, you wouldn't have been caught. You don't shove. You don't. You, yeah. you don't make the fish weigh 500 pounds. You go. Listen, let's just cram a few in there to get to 25 pounds. Let's win this tournament and go home. No, no, no. They got greedy, man. They threw yeah, they flew too close to the sun. They shoved it. And, and the other thing is you're, you're doing this with a bunch of other trained individuals who could look at something and see how much a fish weighs. They know how much a fish weighs. You're trying to fool them. If you put, I, I don't know anything about fishing. If you told me, see that fish over there, that weighs 31 pounds. I'd be like, all right, cool, man. I believe it. <laughs> and it, can, it can be like, I would, I, I mean, I, I could tell within a range. I know it doesn't weigh 200 pounds, but you, you could fool me. But if I'm a professional fisherman, you can't fool me. Why are you trying to, oh, I just, they, they cheated too much. You cheat little yeah. bits. Yeah, no, hundred percent. It's like, I mean, they should have taken uh, advice from that philosopher dash from the Incredibles where you don't win all like by a lot. You win just by a little, even though you can kill everyone by running really fast. Yeah, I think that's what he said, right? That little five-year-old or whatever, however old he that's, is. I, I think that's exactly how. It yeah, but was. no, uh, this this uh, I was actually scrolling through Twitter while you were saying this. There's so many people pissed off and all the memes and stuff, and there's cops that actually showed up. And oh my god, like this is. And I wow. mean, knowing other fishermen and a bunch of drunk fishermen with a lot of testosterone, those guys. I, the, the fact that that yeah. one guy who was running the tournament was like, guys, I don't want anyone to touch these guys because. I think that people thought they There are so many people there with opinions that don't need to be talking right now. I know, but everyone's really mad. Anyways, that well, of is they're that. mad. It smells like fish everywhere. It smells like fish, and someone lost out on almost twenty nine thousand dollars. Yeah, right. Almost, All right, almost. Yeah, almost. All right. All right well, that's well, now, that story. Now it's my turn to get into the game. It's called Name That Radio Broadcaster. This, this is Name That Name Radio that Broadcaster. All right, because I am in the radio industry, well, for what, for now at least, uh, and the Radio Hall of Fame inductees are there for 2022, I came up with the name of this game. I'm going to play it one more time because it's so much fun. This, this is Name That name Radio that Broadcaster. He loves playing with the echo button. I do. All right, so now I've been in radio a long time. I've made some slip-ups and stuff, and I've heard quotes. And this has to do with a little bit of both of those things, because there's been some really famous quotes said in the radio world. Plus, people have been 
uh, let go and uh, disposed of for saying certain things and or made a shit ton of money. So you don't necessarily <laughs> know what kind of quote or what kind of if it's a sports or radio. But I think you'll catch on once we go. This is the best three out of five because it is uh, the MLB Ale uh, Division Series right now. I'm watching. Seattle's going to be playing Houston here in a few minutes. Um, best out of five. You get three right. You win. You don't get three right. I win. All right. You ready? I'm ready, man. All right. So the first question or quote is. Those are some nappy-headed hoes. Now, I want to say <laughs> something real quick. These are quotes from other people. I'm it just is not you saying it. These are yes. not me saying these. These are just me repeating words on the paper. Okay. This is a multiple choice, but I'm going to say the quote one more time. Okay. Those are some nappy-headed hoes. Uh, multiple choice. A, Casey Kasem. Casey Kasem. This is Casey Kasem. B, Rick Dees. C, Don Imus. Or D, Steve Harvey. Okay, I remember this, so I know exactly the answer. It is Don Imus. And I got to say, for all of the shit that's that's said on the radio, thank you for the ding, uh, for, <laughs> for all of the shit that's said on the radio, and also when you're on the radio for like three hours a day and you do that much talking, the fact that over like a 50-year career like he had, you could take one little clip of like the guy talks three hours a day for like 42 years, and you're mad at like one three-second thing that he said. But mm -hmm. that was part one. So I didn't think it was really like they, he shouldn't have gotten fired for it. But second of all, he was talking about a group of he was talking about the women were ugly. He wasn't referring to their race. They spun it as well. And he said, nappy headed hoes. It was a racial thing. No, he was talking about them are some ugly girls, man. And I get it. Maybe it's not an appropriate thing. And maybe you shouldn't have been so cruel. But come on, man. I mean, I, I would have let that one slide. Are you standing up for Don Imus right now? I am, man. I, I, I thought it was a little aggressive that he got fired after a long career like that. Yeah, no, I agree. That, was, for that was, comment. And by was, the way, if you look at the picture, the girls were ugly. I get it. It wasn't appropriate, <laughs> but he wasn't saying something that was untrue. He also shouldn't just say that. <laughs> oh, no, he shouldn't have. But there's a difference between, hey, man, cut that out. Please don't yeah. do it or apologize. And you're fired after a long and distinguished career, but radio does that where they just fire you on the spot and you don't. Oh, it happens you. all the time to me. A couple. All right. Question two. You are one for one. All right. One point to you. Uh, quote number two. Even when I think I'm wrong, I'm right. I am all knowing. <laughs> I like that quote. Uh, multiple choice. Uh, A. Laura Ingram. B. Geraldo Rivera. C, Wolfman Jack, or D, Rush Limbaugh? I'm going to say that's probably Rush Limbaugh because that sounds pompous and like something that he would say. Oh, hey! damn, two for, oh, two right. for, two for two. Yeah, that, that, that totally sounds like something. I mean, Rush Limbaugh I thought I might get you with Geraldo or Laura in that one. Well, Laura is recent enough that I could picture that, but I thought if it was, I would remember it. But I thought, you know, Rush could have said that like sometime 20 years ago and I wouldn't remember. So I went with that. But yeah, all right. Two for two. All right. Next one. Uh, quote number four. Losing feels worse than winning feels good. Losing feels worse than winning feels good. Now, is that A, Dick Enberg, B, Vin Scully, C, Rich Eisen, or D, Dan Patrick? Well. The quote, losing, wait, we'll read the quote one more time. Losing feels worse than winning feels good. That's very poetic. And to me, that sounds like something that a really good broadcaster would say. So I'm narrowing it down to Dick Enberg and Vin Scully, because you could picture them very melodically saying that, and it comes out like poetry. 
I'm gonna go with Vin Scully. Damn it! You yeah, got three three. Damn it! I tried to I tried to fool you there. Ah, now the other ones aren't even any fun. All right, I'll, all right. Here's the next quote, just because I lost already. Behold, I am Fart Man. Okay, I don't even need the multiple choice. That's Howard Stern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to miss the uh, uh, I'm all-knowing one, so I'd have a few fun ones. All right, then... we'll do, do one more. Let's see if I can go five for five. Last one. Uh, you will. I'm not worried about it at all. Okay, ready? This is a very poetic and important quote <laughs> in radio and uh, popular culture history. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Disco, disco duck. Well, I did uh, one of my episodes of Listen to This. See, Chris, that's called promotion. Um, yeah, I don't know. I heard you. I, I played <laughs> this song where this is a DJ who you actually just mes- mentioned in that middle segment there. This is a DJ who was famous for making this absolutely horrible song, and I played it as a horrible one-hit wonder song. Yep. Disco Duck was done by Rick Dees. If you actually play the song, it is one of the stupidest pieces of music ever recorded, and that's saying something. And he got famous for playing that pile of crap. So that is Rick D's. It is Rick D. So you uh, would have gotten that one, obviously. And the Vince Scully one, I didn't think you were going to get. The funny thing is about that song, Disco, Disco Duck, it made him millions, millions of bucks. <laughs> this is true. Which, Isn't by the way, nuts? I'm mad because it's so stupid, but I'm also envious because he did something really stupid, like invent the pet rock, and it made him a millionaire. You know, like, I know we need to come up with some sort of parody about a feline or some sort of feathered yeah. animal that has to do with like, Twerking. Well, I am writing a Disco song duck. about a cock. Twerking turkey. <laughs> twerking turkey. Twerking. Turkey. Twerking turkey. Okay. It's that's such right. a good anyway, turkey. that was. This, this is name that name radio that broadcaster. I failed miserably at trying to stump Eric. Ah, but but I went five for five, man. I'm feeling good. Well, there are only two hard ones in there. Let's be honest. <laughs> hey, man, when you're as dumb as I am, all of them are hard. That is true. So, all right, uh, go to thisisfunner.com. Check out all the other podcasts and online content. This, again, is 321 The Pod. Three stories, two idiots, one game. I am Chris Donovan. Chris underscore Donovan on most podcasts or most platforms. Uh, and what's your, your Sinatra's hey. I raped? Uh, <laughs> well, it's on all platforms for you except for your OnlyFans, which is I like black dudes at OnlyFans. No, um, it's actually dad's dogs. <laughs> that's Just true. my feet uh, for hours. Yeah, I'm Sinatra's Rat Pack on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and uh, of course, I got Listen to This, the podcast, which is on the This Is Funner Network and coming out with season nine here in a few weeks. Yep, I got to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, listen to us next week and we'll come with more stories and another game. All right. Catch you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to 321 The Pod. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. See you soon.